Welcome back to our podcast, Coffee and Cybersecurity with Cyberpilot. My name is Anas and I'm your host. And again today, I've been joined by Rasmus, our CEO here at Cyberpilot. So welcome back. Thank you, Will. Last time we uh, we talked about how to do a risk analysis. And today we are going to talk about then how can you start working with those risks? What is a good framework that you can do when you have to work with these different projects that you probably going to do after the risk analysis? And uh, to do that, we have a framework called Plan, Do, Check, Act Cycle, which is a good process that you can use when uh, when you get started with different projects. And I think it also might be a good point that this is not solely a cybersecurity framework, but something you can do in, in everything that you work with in your company. But um, I got Rasmus with me because he's been using this process a lot. So uh, I think he'll be a good one to, to run through it with us. Well, thank you, Will. Um, again, I think the 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 whole idea about this plan do check act, as you mentioned, it's not it's not something that that only relates to information security. It's it's really kind of a good standard practice, a good best practice when you talk about well, how do I manage a project? How do I get uh, kind of initiatives um, done? And um, the reason why I would say. Isn't that obvious that, that you should have this kind of good implementation process when you start working on new things? But in reality, in practice, what we as as uh, people, um, employees, we tend to do is just jump directly to the doing phase. So very, very quickly to, to jump ahead and say, well, we need a new firewall. We need to do something. We need to do X. We need to do Y. And we drive directly to that. And then we get very kind of caught up in implementing that. And then once it's turned on, we're kind of we're happy to say, well, now we've definitely done something uh, great. We we've kind of checked. We 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 can set the check mark. We can say, well, now we have that in place. Yes. And then someone annoying uh, shows up and asks, well, how do you actually know if it made a difference? And then someone probably they don't matter because they don't they don't mind because they're just all to the next project yeah. doing things something. But but it's really about that. Well. Instead of just jumping into that doing mode, how do we actually, how do we actually set ourselves up for success in a way that we are actually able to, once we have gone through the full process and implemented something, what, how do we actually set ourselves up to evaluate? Well, did the thing that we actually wanted to kind of to do, did that actually um, have an effect? Yes. So actually, we are forcing you to do the same thing as with the risk analysis where the risk analysis is to not just go ahead and do all your solutions. You need to figure out what projects you need to work on. Now you know what projects you need to work on, but again, you shouldn't just jump into doing something. Um, so it's basically the same thing, but now it's on the specific project level that we kind of want to force you getting up in the helicopter and seeing what is the big picture here before starting. Yes. Um, and I think it's pretty self-explanatory that there are again, four steps in, the, in this plan, do, check, X cycle. So we have the plan phase where you need to plan the whole project, where we also would recommend that you spend some time. Then you need to, to do it. Um, and then afterwards, you need to check how it went. And then you need to act on that evaluation. Um, so that's the whole process in, in short. But of course, we'll go through them all so we can start with the whole plan thing. And to connect it a little bit with cybersecurity, maybe we could use an example of, uh, of phishing that we also said that that could be a threat in the risk analysis. So if we say that that is a big threat in your company and now you need to do something about it, then how can you use the plan to check X cycle 
to actually mitigate that risk in the in the project. Yes. So I think that's a great example. And like you mentioned, let's assume you've done your risk risk assessment. You look at your employees as one of your assets. You've you've kind of determined well there is actually we assess that there is a a, a big risk that that our that our employees will actually click on a phishing mail. Yes. Well, then we 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 want to do things. We want to implement measures to reduce that. So we it again it, the obvious thing could be kind of jump directly to let's do more policies. Let's do more awareness training. Let's do kind of clear guidelines on yes. how do we report to to IT when we when we when we when we see a phishing mail. But that's where we would like you to kind of stop a little bit and then consider well. And that's the planning phase. So what is it that we actually want to to do and how do we want to be able to measure that we've done something um, efficiently yeah. uh, once we are kind of once we are done with the implementation? So a good question could be, well, how can I actually measure if we are reducing the risk uh, in this uh, specific? So maybe you have already done kind of uh, like some uh, phishing simulations where you see the actual data on how much your employees are clicking uh, phishing emails. Yeah. Um, or maybe you've done a survey, maybe you've done kind of asking your, your colleagues, well, do you, are you actually confident uh, in, in this process? Yeah. If not, then that might be a good step to do first, kind of to set yourself up to create that baseline to, to establish, well, where are we actually today? Again, it can kind of confirm if you did that, let's say you did a, a phishing simulation, then it can confirm the idea that you had from your risk assessment, whether you actually have high, medium or low uh, likelihood of, yeah. of, of people clicking in a phishing game. Yeah. So let's say you did that. You, you, you ran a, a test to see your baseline. And let's say you have a, a click rate on a phishing mail uh, of 20%. And only one in ten employees actually reported that that phishing uh, email to your IT. Well, then you actually have some clear evidence. Well, saying now we have a problem, now we have a baseline, and now you can again start planning. Well, what are the initiatives that we want to what What do we think is needed to bring down these numbers? Yeah. Uh, 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 improve those numbers, and how? What is what is the success? What does success look like? So we could say, well, what do we think we want to do? We want to uh, make the guidelines clear for uh, employees. We want to make it clear that they shouldn't actually have to tell them you shouldn't click on phishing mails. And we also want to make it clear for them, well, how do you report uh, a phishing uh, attempt when you see it? And we could start doing more awareness training. We could start by training our company, our employees more around specific risk um, by identifying phishing rails. And so that's one part, what do we plan to do? And then the other part is, well, what kind of results would we like to see? Yes. Well, we would like to see that we, if we do this for three months or six months, then when we do another phishing simulation, um, then we want to see that we've increased, we've decreased the, 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 the click rate from the 20% maybe down to 10%. And we want to uh, in increase the number of people that actually uh, report from one in, one in 10 to maybe five in 10. Yes. So now we have, now we have kind of, we have a good baseline. We have an idea of what things we should do. And we have a 
um, an idea of what what do we want to see when we actually get when we've done the, the things. Yeah. So now we've just that's just the planning phase. Um, yeah, and I think uh, I think you know most about that, but isn't that also kind of the thing that we sometimes see is that people forget the whole measure part. So they're pretty good at planning what they can do about it, uh, the problem, and then doing it. Um, that part of the planning is pretty straightforward because that's what we like to do. We like to just find solutions. So it's the whole, how do we evaluate in the end part that people sometimes forget to do already in planning phase. I would say kind of, at least it's, for me, it's 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 okay if you at least have gone through the process saying, well, this is my assessed risk. And therefore I I, I do something according yeah. that ties back to the, to the, to the risk. But again, kind of where you really kind of reach that really great level and where you really can, like, we have really success with it, is where you also remember to have some metrics or to kind of have some proof points on, yeah. well, what is it that I actually want to measure? Because then it, that's where it becomes very tangible if, if, we actually, if we actually move the needle, if yeah. we actually were successful in things. Yes, and I guess in some cases it's hard to find data that can prove it or some kind of quantitative uh, measurements. But it could also be a survey or some kind of qualitative uh, interviews with employees. Do they feel more aware? in some cases. I think again, it's in the best case, you always have kind of, a, you have this clear data, you have these clear metrics. Yeah. But but in reality that it doesn't have to be like that way. You can also, you can, you can also just go around asking 10 colleagues, uh, well, what do you think about this? Then you can note that down saying, well, this was my initial feedback once I did it. Yeah. I want to see that those statements have uh, have improved and that, that people feel more confident. Yes. Again, it's, 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 a, it's, it's, about kind of uh, pushing yourself to see what could I actually, what could be uh, a measure and just kind of allowing you to think about that. Yeah. Um, yes. And then when you have all that, then you go into the, the do phase of the of the cycle. And I don't think we want to spend a lot of time there because well, that's, that, where you, that's where you do it. Yeah. That's where you implement the, exactly. uh, do the, 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 the policies, you, you start the training, um, you, you communicate to your, your employees that that these are the guidelines. This is how. This is what you should follow. Exactly. So that's just all the actions. That's all the. That, that's what we're we're really good at. We, we're very good at the implementation. Exactly. Um, and then afterwards, you need to check if it actually works. And that's yeah. also something that if you don't do the whole planning phase of we need to evaluate, then you maybe you forget that part. Then you could just keep running with all the same processes. But this is the time where you actually should step up and say, then what works and what doesn't. Exactly. Because that's again. If you if you don't have a clear idea what 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 do we actually want to measure, and what was the baseline for that, well then you would just end up in a phase where you, where you end up in a place where you say well this did actually this 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 actually mean something, yeah. and then it's difficult. So then uh, what you see a lot of the time is that you just continue doing things because now you are kind of now you're a little bit just tied to it. Well, I don't really I think it maybe works, uh, but but I don't really know. But but now at least we have it implemented, so let's just keep doing that. Yeah because it's already in your routine. So it's also kind of, it quickly gets easy to just keep on flowing with the, with the stream then. Yeah. Um, but so that's, I, so that's why that's, that's, that's the place where you, for this example, then you, then you do your, 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 not your baseline, but now your, your, your checkup uh, tests of your phishing campaign, a phishing simulation. You, and then you see, well, what is the results now? Yeah. Um, and that's where you really get your, your, your data say, well, did we improve? 
or did we did, did it actually become worse? Yes. Did we manage to get under the 10 percentage? And did people actually report all the phishing mails they got in the meantime? Yes. Uh, and I think in a dream case scenario, I guess you would be able to break down each initiative, like the policies, the training, the, the things into different numbers to say, okay, but this part of it worked and this part of it didn't work. But I guess that's also a dream case scenario. Uh, again, it's it's for for small and medium enterprises, you have to navigate kind of some gut feeling about yeah. what you think is going to move the needle. Yeah. And you can't always make everything like a perfect process because even in the bigger kind of enterprises, that's not that's not possible. So there will always be kind of your gut feeling, your kind of what do I think um, is really the the important thing. But the op the objective here is to make it as data driven as possible. Yeah. Yes. So also just getting the learning phase of doing this again and again. Exactly. Um, because that's as we mentioned, it can be, be used in all kind of projects. So if you always learn to do this, you also has the option of saying, okay, but this doesn't work. We can stop doing that and exactly. free up some time. Um, and that's the that's the act part, right? So yeah. once you've planned it, once you've done it, once you've actually checked what was the result, then that's time. Now it's time to act. Now it's time to evaluate. Yes. So if you figure, if you if you find that you actually implemented something that didn't work, now it's really time to adjust it. Well, yeah. do, is it because we don't believe in that initiative completely? Then we we take it out. Maybe we need to do more of it to actually feel. Maybe we underestimated that how much we actually need to do um, to to move that needle. Yes. Um, but it's important. It's a very important step, and that's kind of it. You you then adjust, and then that's kind of where it it all ties back to your new process. Well, now we change something. We maybe we increase the trainings. Maybe we increase the communications to yeah. employees about that. And now we just go through another cycle. Yes. Well, now do we now do we think that we can that we can actually move uh, improve uh, on those metrics, or maybe maybe we reduced it from the twenty percent down to ten percent. Now we we think well, that's good. Let's try to keep on that. Then we start a new cycle where we then plan to see can we what can we do to move from ten percent down to five percent. Exactly. So it's, it's never ending in some ways. You can always go back to plan and then improve further um, unless you're just satisfied. And now that's just working as it should if you're in zero percentage. But uh, And even then, it's it's it will be, well then, how, well, how, how do we plan how to keep it that way? So, so yeah. the good news is that it never stops and the bad news is that it never stops. Yes, exactly. Unless you want it to stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's also the whole cycle. So it's... It's about spending a lot of time in the plan phase more than you actually maybe want to, because that's where you create the foundation on how you can measure it and act upon it in the end uh, as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I've written down a question about what should you be aware of during this process, but maybe that is what you need to be aware of, that you need the good measurement to also be able to act in a good way in the end. And, and I think there is, there is, there is, a few different angles to this is that you you need to be aware of kind of having this good measurement and ha and creating that baseline. Yeah. But it's also at the same time it's about well you have to be realistic. You have to be. Yeah. You also have to 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 still accept the fact that it will. The objective is to try to pull in some data that makes it kind of some data driven process and yeah. and planning and evaluating of things. But you also have affect you also have to realize and uh, accept that it will never become a hundred percent 
data-driven approach. Nope. Um, but but force yourself. Try to force yourself to to envision that. Well, how would my what would success look like? What is it that I actually want to achieve? Yeah. Just asking yourself that question in the beginning and staying with that before focusing on well the doing part that 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 really for a lot of uh, projects that really creates a lot of value. Yes. And yeah. it sets yourself up for quite a lot of success as well because it's really something where you can prove well because I I, I saw we had this problem I did this and therefore we 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 got this result and that's that's really something that managers really yeah. love to see. Yeah, so you avoid the whole part of saying to your boss like I did this cool thing, and he asks, "Okay, but what what effect did it have?" Yeah, and well, I don't why, know. Why <laughs> did we do it in the first place? No idea, but it's pretty cool. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but I think the the whole realistic part also goes into the planning phase. When you set those goals, they have to be realistic. Definitely. You you shouldn't aim for zero percent click rate exactly. at the beginning. Exactly. Um, that's also why it's good that it's like a a cycle because you can always come back and set even higher goals, but just take the small steps and saying this is what we need in the first cycle exactly. and then this is the second cycle yeah. and so on exactly yeah but i think that we hope that this uh, this framework can uh, can work for you um if you're interested in learning more we also have a, a blog post about it where you can read it more step by step maybe that's easier to follow uh, i will link to that um, and if not then just go nuts with it um, exactly enjoy enjoy um and then remember to subscribe if you want to If you don't want to miss another episode of this podcast, I will actually be joined by Rasmus again in the next episode, where we will talk about the IT security policy uh, and how we can do one. Because in these first episodes, we want to start with the basics and the processes and the risk analysis and the, the policies are kind of the foundations for a lot of the security work. So see you again in, a, in the next episode. See you. Bye.